Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Catalina, how are you doing this week? I am doing okay. I'm very tired because I was supposed to fly to um, Connecticut, well, to New York, and then go to Connecticut. But American Airlines just flat out canceled like most of their flights this weekend between Columbus and New York. So I had the pleasure of doing a nine, 10 hour drive both on Friday and yesterday. Yeah, that's a lot of driving time. I'm very happy because I still did get to see you and Ivan at our friend Angela and Corey's house before you went to this extravaganza that you had plans for so long. Tell us about the extravaganza. Yes. So I went to um, what I've been calling my era's tour. Mm -hmm. It was the 20th anniversary tour of um, Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service. And it was in New Haven, Connecticut, which I thought was fitting because, you know, I grew up in Connecticut. So I was like, I should go to Connecticut for for this walk down memory lane because now we're at the age where um, we go to 20-year reunion tours, which is <laughs> yeah, just really sad. sad. I also – I felt like walking into that um, – it, it's at what used to be the Pilot Pen, which is where they like played tennis. Okay. <laughs> we I actually went with friend of the who's pod. they who's they played tennis just tennis like players tennis players okay <laughs> I went with friend of the pod Ashley Yaloff she was one yes. of our attendees and she was like oh you know this is the pilot pen and I I've not like I've ever been to the pilot pen but it's like the U.S. Open but Connecticut version mm, okay. I have no idea where they play the pilot pen now but it is not at Westville and I just have never felt so. Um, like aware of the fact that I am not unique because everyone in that stadium was the same like person aging 30 something hipster it's hilarious (laughs) like former emo kids united it's funny everyone kept asking like oh why is Catalina here like what concert she going to see and I kept saying I know it's not dashboard confessionals but something like that <laughs> and then I would eventually get to death cab for cutie but I was never into a uh, death cab for a cutie I don't even think I would know I think I know one of their songs like, well the it. other thing is that the death cab for cutie of it all is less I'm I'm so sorry if you can hear this like horrific noise outside. There's an interesting drilling scenario in my neighborhood these days. But anyway, um, I think Death Cab for Cutie has been touring pretty consistently for the past 20 years, I want to say. Yeah. Like they put out multiple new albums and stuff. I actually saw them. Well, I saw them when we were in college at Madison Square Garden. I remember I um, was late to the show and missed the Decemberists because I had to study for a Spanish test. Story of your life. Always oh, um, studying for a Spanish test being and, studious. And now I'm grading. That's yeah. the new story. And then I tried to see them again in Portugal at a music festival, um, but it was rained out. And I thought this was going to be rained out. And I was like, oh, no, but it wasn't. But the best part was actually seeing the Postal Service, mm-hmm. who – is like a side project that barely toured. And one of the people who's in the postal service is Jenny Lewis, who is, I would say, 
Death Cab for Cutie as a band is more famous than Jenny Lewis as a band, but Jenny Lewis as an individual, particularly in like the indie music world, is far more famous than Ben Gibbard. That's my hot take. Ben Gibbard, lead singer of um, Death Cab. So it was very funny to see her do a like not main main role and just sort of like sing backing vocals and like bop around. I was like, this tour must rule for her. She just gets to have like a fun time, wear a sparkly dress and like doesn't have to sing the whole time. That is amazing because I know none of these people (laughs) and this is sort of the thing, but where we intersect is you said you missed the Decemberist for studying for a Spanish test. So this weekend I went to Aerosmith and the only reason I went to Aerosmith this weekend is because my mom felt bad that I'm the only one in the family who hasn't seen Aerosmith because when everyone else in the family saw them, I had to study for a high school final. It was my senior year. So I went to a concert this weekend because of not going back in the day because of studying. What was the demographic at Aerosmith? Well, it was in Long Island at UBS Arena, which is a really nice new arena. And it was so Long Island. Think of the most Long Island people. They were all there. And the Aerosmith demographic is basically older people. A lot of people were bringing their kids. So it was all over the place in terms of age, but very Long Island. Oh, Steven Tyler is from New York. Steven Tyler looks like Pirates of the Caribbean at this oh, yeah. point. Steven Tyler's from Massachusetts. He grew no, up in Massachusetts. born he in New born, York City. Born, but grew up in Massachusetts. I learned that at the concert. Also, apparently he um, damaged his vocal cord at the concert that he did. So now he's postponed a lot of concerts. Oh, so I'm no. lucky I got to see him. I am forever weirded out by the fact that he made a music video featuring his own daughter as like the sexy girl. Liv Tyler was yeah. the sexy girl in one of his... Oh, I yeah. know Alicia Silverstone was. It, I think it was the two of them, like, in a car. I think it was just Alicia Silverstone mm, in a I'm, car. like, 99.8% sure. Okay, well, we'll go with it, but I'm not sure, because they did show parts of that music video as they performed that song, and I just remember seeing Alicia Silverstone. Steven Tyler music video. Crazy, yeah. Yep, yeah. Oh, Liv Tyler. Okay, well, I know Liv Tyler to me is Armageddon, you know, forever and ever. She's in that movie. And then another thing I wanted to say is that Ashley made a TikTok, a compilation TikTok of going to the concert and Death Cab for Cutie's official account liked it. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, it I has like that for you guys. 28 likes. And, one and of But them one of them is, is famous. Great. Yay. Everyone go check out that TikTok. It was a Ash- fun one. Ashley Rose. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. We absolutely will. And then you'll get to hear my beautiful voice singing. It is. You have a good singing voice. Oh, no. Mm-mm. One thing we do have in common, I mean, another thing is that we both have terrible voices and it's mostly just shrieking. We just shriek. I have one last update and then we can move on to the actual TikToks. Okay. When I was home, I dug up my high school English school project that we talked about last week on the pod and I watched it and Ashley does not play Tichaba in that project. She plays Abigail. And she was taught how to dance in the project by Tichaba. I'm floored. Yeah. This is like the Mandela effect. Yeah. Because 
all these years, I thought Ashley played Tichuba. I don't even know where that came from, but I guess it yeah, it makes you. more sense. No, maybe You're you so saw famous. it. No, I think we just forgot because she like talks about Tichuba a lot. I think she shouts about Tichuba a lot, so you just yes. associate her with Tichuba. Um, but boy, oh boy, does that oh. hold? It holds up in terms yeah. of hilarity. I need to get my hands on that. Yeah, the world well. needs to see it. All right, let's talk okay. about TikTok this yes, week. Yes, I have an extremely important life update in <gasps> terms of TikTok. I got something with my coupon <gasps> on the TikTok shop. Yay! So Catalina and I were together and we were looking at the TikTok shop this weekend and there is some weird shit there on is there. Some so stuff. it was hard to find something that I like could use and would like. And I was thinking about getting the pickle sweatshirt, but that felt very played out. So I got a sweatshirt. Okay. It's not the pickle sweatshirt. Same format as the pickle sweatshirt, but they're all bagels. Oh. So I got a bagel sweatshirt. It should arrive next week, so I'll update everyone. I think I have to post like a video about it because mm-hmm. then they'll give me more coupons and I like free stuff. So, you know, oh. I was feeling Jewish. It's almost the high holidays, you know, Rosh Hashanah, the new year. Mm-hmm. So I figured um, the sellers of this bagel sweatshirt on tiktok are the old jewish men okay so you know supporting i love jews, that. supporting jews yeah jews supporting jews women supporting women yeah jew women supporting jew men old men yeah <laughs> uh, so i'll report back on this bagel sweatshirt that's very excited. exciting that's very fitting yeah, so I, you, I got a $50 coupon, and the sweatshirt was like $45 or something, but then I had to pay $11 for shipping. So I did. Wow. This sweatshirt cost me $11. Wow. So. What size did you get? I got an extra large. Yeah, I'm into very big sweatshirts these me days. Me too. Mm-hmm. I figured if I got a large, I would be unhappy if it was like even the slightest bit, like not big enough. So I figured, let me go all out. Let me get yeah. an XL. That sweatshirt that I got for free at the Bat Mitzvah I attended was an XL. And Ugh, it's a perfect I mean, it's sweatshirt. A bit, it's a bit long. I like long. You always cut your stuff shorter, but that's where we differ. Well, Dina, this past week on my algorithm, I saw a video. It was a, I guess, I think my algorithm thinks that I want to watch people talk on their podcasts. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Maybe it's also saying like Catalina and Dina, you make should content. probably make more content on yeah, TikTok. You should, yeah. Um, but it was a podcast, and this is always what kills me is what's like becoming popular for podcasting and for TikTok and things like that is forums that already have existed online for years and years and years, like Reddit. Um, the and this is specifically is the Am I the Asshole Pod which I think comes from the Reddit forum, Am I the Asshole? Right. And then I've seen, like, people who just compile content from Crazy Days and Nights, which is, like, a celebrity blind items website that I've been reading for a decade, right? But now it's reaching this new audience because people are bringing it to this forum. So the Am I the Asshole pod video 
The maid of honor decided she would pay for all of the dresses on her credit card and we would pay her back directly. I get there and the dress fit perfectly. As I'm walking out the door, another person that's working there yells out, hey, that would be $200. Oh boy. Well, the shop owner came running back over to defuse the situation and confirm the dress was already paid for. I turned to walk out and then suddenly realized that she said $200 and not $400. When I confronted the maid of honor about it, she spilled the beans. The bride and maid of honor plotted together to charge us double to help pay for the bride's dress. I let the rest of the bridesmaids know, and now we want to drop out. Would I be the it's a full 100% overcharge. That's crazy. Fit the things that you're getting into your budget instead of being like, how can we make our budget bigger by scamming other people? Weddings tend to bring out the worst in people. This is evil. <laughs> this is extremely evil. I was thinking of you because obviously your wedding's coming up and I still need to dress a bridesmaid dress, but I can't imagine any one of my friends or anyone I know doing this to upcharge someone and like the shadiness of it. It's insane. It's outrageous to me. Like, why is that even a question if that person is an asshole or not? Like, oh my God, I can't, I I, I really, it's like, I understand that weddings are extremely expensive and costs are expensive, but this person is already doing like, putting so much money into being your bridesmaid. And I would say like people who are more well off will cover costs for like, they'll buy the dress and things like that. Like, and okay, I I personally can't afford to buy like everyone's dresses. I also don't really have that many people coming to being bridesmaids. I have two. Spoiler alert, I'm not buying Dina's dress that she hasn't bought yet. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be such like a grand announcement that you, well, I'm wearing an orange jumpsuit, we've decided. So. I mean, I can find you a dress. You're just not... I'll buy you a dress. It, you know what? Can I wear pajamas to your wedding? Are they sexy? A negligee? <laughs> yes. Like, the first time you met my grandma and she was talking about her negligees. <laughs> she showed me her bra. She showed me her brassiere. Um, yes, you are permitted to wear a negligee to my wedding. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Well, but it, I anyway, will buy it for you. You'll buy me a negligee? That's the dress I'll buy. I will buy you negligee. Okay. And you I would actually, to to I'm imagining this right now, and I would simply pass away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine your parents viewing me. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, the random gauchos who work at the Estancia where we're just seeing, like, who is this woman in a negligee? <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, needless to say, I I just can't believe that someone would have the audacity to do such a thing. Yeah, I think this person should tell the other bridesmaids and make it a thing because they're getting everyone's getting duped. I hate that feeling of this it's lying, it's deceitful, it's horrible. Mm. Weddings are also just like wild in terms of the things that I've been learning about like who pays for what and what expectations there are yeah. because I only have been to one bachelorette party in my years and I recently learned that for a lot of bachelorette parties the pe- the people going to the bachelorette party pay for the bride for everything yeah and I it like- varies widely I've been on some where they do I've been on some where they don't everything's like it's it's like it's the wild west I just feel like especially since I was someone who was always like 
cost conscious when it came to attending people's weddings. You're already putting, I mean, I get it. The wedding is very expensive, but people are also paying so much money to go to your wedding. Yeah. Well, specifically yours. Yeah. <laughs> because yours is in Argentina and your bachelorette's in Denver and you're having another bachelorette in New York. But you know, even so. you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, guys, be a little self-aware. <laughs> I mean, I know when to stop asking people to do this yeah and I think you like we've discussed that like I would feel bad if I were to have a I would feel bad like not contributing anything and like you also I it would feel uncomfortable to me if like yeah. everything was I mean listen it'd be nice but yeah it would be I mean, uncomfortable. W- listen if people want to pay for things for me in any right. facet of my life like yeah. more than please please right. have at but no wild anyway And then this next one is, this is one of these corners of the internet that I fall down into frequently, which is just like niche drama, niche drama on TikTok. You know, I I talked about the cake drama. I always get into whatever like messy TikTok fights there are. There was actually, we didn't even cover this, but there was an interior design, DIY interior design drama a few weeks back. So this was served to me the other day, and it is the original video was by a creator named Tay Caruso. The video has since been deleted, and she made her account private, and she made her apology video private. People are coming for her. So obviously, things you put on the internet don't go away, and especially with TikTok, where people will screen record and then splice in their own commentary. So this one creator named at Jess the prequel does Miami does a pretty funny job of responding to this girl's video through a screen recording. So I've been a military spouse for like two months, almost three. Y'all, a newly minted dependa is just... As somebody who doesn't have military in my family... I come from a military family and I'm married to a veteran. Let me see how I can help you. Perks that we get as military and military spouses, they don't really seem to exist. First wife. Can I call you first wife? First wife, what perks were you expecting from getting married to someone in the military? Did you think on your like wedding day, he was going to hand you one of those big ass coupon books that's like $15,000 worth of savings full of coupons for like 20% off of getting your gutters cleaned? Just like overall treatment of military, military spouses. You don't get special treatment just because you married someone in the military. Military wife is not a coupon code. So I was in Disneyland the other day. Naturally. I really like to use my military ID because I'm like... I'm married. Is being married to someone in the military a special service you're providing? When the guy was like, hey, can I see your ID? I was like, here you go. What was on that military ID that you thought was going to be so exciting? Is your last name MacArthur or Patton? Because if not, I really don't see what you were expecting to get out of that interaction. Could you imagine being that poor ass server who just wanted a fucking ID from that girl? And she pulls out her ID and presents it to you like this. And it's the most basic ass military ID you see every day. He's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't accept spouse military ID. Well, ma'am's really hurt my feelings. Three months in and she got her feelings hurt at Disneyland because of her military ID not being treated like it was a rewards card. Can you imagine what that first deployment's going to be like? And I felt like I was being labeled as just a spouse. Pumpkin latte breath, you are just a spouse. My friend was with me who is also a military spouse. This is where you're learning it from. You are learning bad behavior from other wives with bad behavior. And we're looking at each other like, this is kind of hurtful. Bless your sweet little heart. You have skin as thin as rice paper. Jody's going to love you. 
Yeah, so this girl just goes at Taylor Caruso really hard about being an army wife. And the comments are really for her. Like, yeah, like there are other army wives commenting on the video. Like this is, the girl is ridiculous. And like uh, Jess's comments about her are really funny. Such a TikTok thing to respond with a video and then get everyone involved. I'm not on the like drama side of TikTok. I don't get these, but when you send them to me, I love them. And that's why like TikTok is so fun. Well, also for me, this is a pocket of the world that I know nothing about yeah. and I don't know about their drama. And so I'm learning all about people. <laughs> there was one comment in the original video and responses to the original video that were like, this girl is going to be one of these people who say, address me by his title or something. Oh, like yeah. they want to be called like Sergeant Taylor. <laughs> right, right. And so it's these, and it's all these people who are in the military world being like, you are absurd. Like, yeah. What are you expecting? What? What? That's I can't even imagine being a server and having because the problem for me was that I didn't even understand what the issue was. It was like you showed your ID and they were like, we don't accept these IDs. Can I see another form of ID? Like it doesn't even seem like she would have gotten a discount. She just wanted to use her spouse ID. What? <laughs> I think for preferential treatment, of course. Yeah. But this reminds me saying using my husband's name or sergeant, whatever, of moms who say, like, don't use their names. They say, I'm so-and-so's mom. Yeah. It's like, that's the same type of Wait, person. do people say, don't call me by my name? People would, I don't think moms would say that. They just, go, they don't go by their name. They say, oh, so-and-so's mom. Yes, they Which start is talking re- in the third person. In the third person, but it's like a variety of third person because it's not their name. They're going by their Their, kids. right, 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 they're, right, right. They're identifying so much so as this person's mom. Right, and less In a so way that's mm-hmm. so extreme, just as an army wife is identifying by their army spouse. Yeah, I the window into this world, and I really want to get now into some like army spouse Facebook groups because oh. another thing I love doing is actually we learned this over this past weekend where we were all going over how much screen time we have. Mm. And I, for some reason, have like multiple hours of Facebook screen time per week, even though it is <laughs> the year reason. 2023 <laughs> and I'm in my 30s. But it's because it's- I love reading Facebook group drama face and Facebook marketplace. And I love seeing yes. people sell like buffalo chicken dip on Facebook marketplace. Yeah, or a device where you could like pee in the car. There's some yes. weird shit that a goes rock. down. It. Someone's selling a rock and calling it like a special artifact. I have an album of screenshots going, but Ooh, that's good. So, this is something I I find I find joy in in TikTok. And actually, there's an amazing podcast called Normal Gossip Mm, that really scratches that itch of, like, I don't know these people. It's such low-level gossip, this girl, like, complaining about her ID. And yes, like, you're putting things on the internet and people are coming for you in, like, an extreme way that probably is unwarranted. But, like, you also did put out this absolutely, like, unaware like you kind of needed to be to be put in your place and yeah she got like checked and then some exactly yeah all right dina what about you so i continue to get a lot of new york content but this was very new york and has to do with the delta duty scandal or the delta diarrhea scandal 
The caption is, Finally coming clean in front of anthropology on the Upper East Side by at the Lexi Stout. The comments of this are amazing because everyone's like, I wish I was here at the Upper East Side to witness this or like, where's the like good morning or the Today Show interview? This girl, it was obviously a joke, but it's so good. Can you, I feel like as a bet, I would love to bet bet you. Didn't we make a bet last week? Oh, about Jay-Z. Mm. And we bet one shrimp. But I think if you- We bet use... one shrimp cocktail, not one shrimp. How many are, one shrimp? What's in a sh- how many are in a shrimp cocktail? At least four to five. Well, oof, that's subjective. I was going to give you one shrimp. Well, that's because you've been going to these wackadoodle New York restaurants that charge <laughs> you like $12 for, for one, one large shrimp. It's a large shrimp. Anyway, I love this as a losing dare for you to get up in front of everyone and say, <laughs> I am the Delta diarrhea person. <laughs> I want to. I have. I have so many questions about the Delta diarrhea episode. I really feel like a new anxiety for me has been unlocked. But just my my main question. I was talking about this yesterday with a few friends. Is did the plane fly for two hours there and two hours black back, or did it fly one hour there and one hour back? Because a flight from New York from the East Coast to although they were leaving atlanta so it could be slightly different it was atlanta but new york to spain is a six-hour flight generally so if i'm already four out if i'm going to be four hours into a flight smelling poop although i guess we don't know at what point they pooped but right if let's let's say they pooped during takeoff Mm mm-hmm no, they must have pooped. They must yeah. have pooped like an hour in. It, I think it was an hour in, but then it t- took them like two hours to get back because they probably needed to tell the FAA or, what, you know, the... The WHO. The, what, are they, what are they called? They need to call Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. What is it called? Flight what, flight control? TSA? No. No, that's the security. Oh, well... FS, FAA. FAA. Foreign Aviation... Flight, administ- flight Admi- Aviation Administration? Yeah. Sure, whatever. The, the flight controllers. Anyway, it's interesting because there was no PR about it saying people were upset that they didn't make it to their destination. The only PR I saw about it was that like Delta did the right thing and brought everyone back, <laughs> which is... Uh, I couldn't watch. Could I saw I was getting some videos on TikTok of the footage because there was some footage that emerged. I swiped away. Mm. And I'm not usually squeamish. It's just like I don't, I don't want to see that. I'm just so, I'm so curious. I'm, I really want, I want an insight. They can go Jane Doe on it. Like they don't need to tell us. But I would like an exclusive on what really went down. Everyone would. That's why this TikTok is so funny because everyone's saying I really want to meet this person, and like they're saying we won't judge. We just really want to know. We just want to know, like, like what did they eat? Yeah. yeah. Like, and are you okay? You yeah. Like, yeah. How? How? You know? How did you how get so bad Ill? of a way? Do you need to be in in order yeah. for that to happen to you? <sighs> what a fear! It's truly new anxiety unlocked. Yeah. All right. Well, what else are you seeing on your algorithm? (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of MLM pyramid scheme content. Mm -hmm. And it started with me getting content by this great user, 
at Canadian Kells 2.0. This person started making a spreadsheet of everyone she knew from her town who was in an MLM like pyramid scheme. And then they started coming at her. So like she has a bunch of accounts now because they basically shut down her account because they would report her for all these random things. Uh, but she's still going strong. I love her attitude. It's like, you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you harder. So she's fantastic. Everyone should check out her series about that. But then I got this video by at Mallory's Thoughts, and she's critiquing this anti-glasses influencer, which again, pocket of the internet or like thing I never <laughs> thought I would know. But I'll let, I'll let Mallory's thoughts explain it. The fact that you do not need glasses. That if you heard about the woman who was claiming she could help you ditch your glasses and heal your vision in her masterclass, uh, I am happy to report that I paid $11 this morning to attend so that you didn't have to. This is Samantha Lotus. Her course was called the Holistic Vision Healing Masterclass, and it was $11 to attend. I first want to say that when she started this, she said even though there was no more than 130 people in the room at once, she did say that she had 465 people register, which means that in this two and a half hours, she made over $5,000 doing this. So keep that in mind as I start explaining the types of things that she talked about. We are off to a great start here with a legal disclaimer saying I'm not a pharma doctor and if anyone wants to explain to me what pharma doctor means, that'd be great. And this is where it starts to take a turn because we get into the holistic, uh, the spiritual, the mental, the emotional side of why you might not be able to see. So suggesting that you can't um, see 2020 vision because you have uh, unbalanced spirituality, because you have some sort of blockages. So, you know, it's like all oh, your fault, basically. We did a few eye health breaks, um, like eye stretching. She kept calling it eye yoga. It's pretty much the nicest part of the whole thing. At this point, she suggested that you could, in fact, change your eye color through cellular cleansing and proper detoxification. At this point, we're about 30 minutes into the two hour masterclass haven't really learned anything tangible yet and she spends about like five to ten minutes just giving testimonials from people who she has allegedly helped including her own husband and the funniest part about the whole thing that i will not let go is you can see the second from the top line says named best vision in the military what the fuck does that mean where did that award come from who decided this i just Again, this like, you can't see because you just need to let go of the belief that you can't see. And she talked about how like, glasses are just a barrier between you and the rest of the world. And like, what are you hiding from? This is where things get interesting. There is a sample week slide of things that you can do. We have spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. The second last line from the bottom under physical says that you can use eye strengthening oils dash immortel. I know that Samantha is a rep for doTERRA, sells essential oils under a multi-level marketing structure. And I have been waiting for her to mention it because I know that she can't resist. Immortel is a doTERRA essential oil. And so now this whole masterclass is starting to make sense. It's a Trojan horse to pitch an MLM. I yesterday received, because this went viral on Twitter as well. There was like okay. a Twitter thread reacting to the anti-glasses thing and I hadn't read it. And so when you sent this to me, I was like, oh good, because I didn't want to read the Twitter thread. I'm, I'm too lazy. But I mean, 
the fact that this is a doTERRA like MLM ad, yeah. You also have to think, what kind of platform does this woman have that she can recruit $5,000 worth of attendees to her online event? Like, right. That's really, that's a lot of money. And that's a lot of people willing to pay $11 to hear you spew out some nonsense about Mm -hmm. (laughs) this about vision <laughs> nonsense about vision anything called an like anyone called an anti-glasses influencer like what did glasses do to you what did this i say some to you? new this age bullshit this is some new age pseudoscience mumbo jumbo like spiritual advisor mlm schemes i got i mean hats off to being able to somehow earn a living being a complete and total grifter yeah but geez this i'm gonna skip ahead because this is actually related to our celebrity section because i want to talk about mila and ashton and what's the rapist name danny (laughs) danny masterson i know i don't even want to give him like airtime yeah anyway he was convicted of rape and so there's been a lot of tiktok tiktok deep dives into how terrible Ashton Amila's apology was for writing mm-hmm. letters in support of him. Uh, what? So one of my favorite deep dives is by at Becca Day. Reporting from the underbelly of Reddit. I'm coming up for air. <laughs> I found something on Reddit and it makes Ashton Kutcher's leniency letters that he sent to the judge even weirder. So when Ashton was talking about Danny's character, he brought up a very specific situation. After 9-11, Danny was a huge advocate for support of the firefighters affected by the event, rallying his friends and co-workers to pitch in however they could. This made it sound like Danny was really in the front lines, helping and being an activist for the firefighters affected by 9-11. But that's not true at all. Danny Masterson held a charity event called the New York Rescue Workers Detoxification Project. This charity event was to raise funds to treat sick 9-11 workers using L. Ron Hubbard's purification rundown course. So with the funds from that charity event that Danny Masterson hosted, the Church of Scientology, along with Danny Masterson, opened a medical clinic just two blocks away from the disaster of 9-11. These firefighters who were coming to this medical office to receive medical treatments and counseling services quickly realized that this whole medical thing was just a ploy to lure them into Scientology. Firefighters started to complain that this Danny Masterson-backed medical center was not actually giving them real medical care, but they were operating under the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard. These people who were presented as doctors and medical professionals started to tell these firefighters that they cannot use their antidepressants anymore, they cannot use their blood pressure pills anymore, they cannot use their inhalers anymore. Some of the issues that went on in this medical clinic where staffers were discouraged from calling 911 in emergencies. Medical treatments went on when doctors were not present. Employees were urged to use L. Ron Hubbard's book, Clear Body, Clear Mind, as their only treatment guide. Yeah, well, fuck this. This just keeps getting weirder and weirder. The Scientology Well, aspect. I knew he was a Scientologist. You know who else is a Scientologist? Um, Laura Prepon. 
the other one of the other characters in that sh- or actors in that show the redhead <sighs> It's just really a, disturbing. A lot of people in Hollywood are Scientologists. Yes, they are. But also to find out that Ashton and Mila used this in their letter when they did either they didn't do research or they're sucked up in some form of, I don't know, needing to be part of Scientology. Something's being held above against them. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think that people forget that Google exists and it's easy to track down just because you did this event, something on its surface Mm -hmm. can seem like it is a, for example, (laughs) anti-eyeglasses workshop (laughs) (laughs) that in in, in effect is actually spawn for essential oils right Mm -hmm. so there's what's surface level and then there's what's really going on beneath and i I don't know if they are unaware or lazy or assumed that people wouldn't look into it but well i think they assume that no one would actually read this letter of support too yeah (sighs) okay there's there's so much about them we could be going to but i found that tiktok particularly interesting yeah Scientology and essential oils and MLMs and pyramid schemes. Has anyone ever tried to recruit you for an MLM or a pyramid scheme? Such a good question. Oh, yes. Oh, it's coming back to me. There's someone that I did a summer program with. It was like this internship program where you basically paid to be an intern. Excellent. During high school. Also and, an MLM. <laughs> yeah. okay. But I still have two really good friends uh, from from that program. And one of the girls, not the one I'm friends with, she like, hit us up and tried to like get us to be an MLM. Talking about like creams or something. I don't know. I ignored it because I hadn't heard from her. But yeah, that was like the only thing I think I got. A, and it wasn't a DM. I think at that time it was probably like a Facebook message about I, when I was in Brazil, was had uh, in grad school and I was like staying with some sort of host family and the woman was very into Herbalife. <gasps> oh, that's the number one, or not number one, but that's a major, major MLM. Yeah, yeah very into Herbalife. But mm. um, there was one day when I went to um, Pizza Jodicio, which is, you know, like the Brazilian, like um, when they go around with the meat and they give you like unlimited, like... Churrasqueria. Yeah. Yeah. Is it called Churrasqueria? No, it's called, well, it's like called like Codizio, where like you like. Anyway, they have a pizza version of that. That's incredible. They Wow. And so I went and I ate 13 slices of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. As Kevin was saying that, I took a sip of water. I just spit it out everywhere. <laughs> 13 slices. Normal size slices? Uh, no, not like New York size. They were, I don't know, they were they were too big. And That's I, great. Yeah. I wish I was with well, you. I also, been right they have there. like they have like dessert pizzas and they had hot pepper Yum. flakes and like I was living. And then mm. the next day I was a dying. <laughs> and she gave me this Herbalife tea and I drank it. And did you survive? Did you, it make you better? Let's just say it was good that I was not on a Delta airplane to I Barcelona. I was just going to say, <laughs> did you get diarrhea on a Delta flight? Yeah, um, no, but. Okay, so you've tried Herbalife tea. 
I don't think yeah. I've ever tried Herbalife tea. But she didn't try to recruit you to then sell some. Um, no, she didn't. Also, I'm just reading about the, a Brazilian rodízio is re- frequently associated with the style of service where a server distributes the meat in the round at a Brazilian buffet called a churrascaria. So you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, I was like, yes, I know. But like, why is it specifically called that? And that's why. Because they like walk around with the skewers. Right. Although... Pro tip, because I went to the chain version they have of it in um, the United States, Fogo de Chao, and I they go around also with shrimp cocktail, and they're like, <gasps> do you want shrimp cocktail? And I was like, yes. And then I almost got a second one, and then they charged you extra for the shrimp cocktail. How many pieces were in said shrimp I cocktail? I want to say it was – this was a, over 10 years ago, or it was around 10 years ago. I want to say it was like six. I think six is the appropriate amount in a shrimp cocktail. I think infinity is the appropriate amount in a shrimp yes, cocktail. Absolutely. <laughs> so. But to be fair, when we made the bet a couple of episodes ago, I thought you bet one shrimp. I would never bet one shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? An amateur? Okay. All right. Well, we should actually check our bet, see if Jay Z is on TikTok. Okay, let's check it out. Jay Z. TikTok. Nope. No, no, Jay-Z does not have an official You have until yet. the end of the year. Okay, let's go, Jay-Z. All right. You I should write him a letter. cocktail. Okay. okay. Moving on to an audio trend that also is a filter trend. It's a song by Shanti. explain this trend Catalina it is one of these man filters yes and it's just got like a sort of too thin mustache and is there a goatee as well there is some weird facial hair yeah there's a facial hair moment and people are just pretending to be like what they they're they're putting text over the screen saying making jokes about like what they look like in this image with the filter with the filter of them looking like very weird facial hair and Mm -hmm. like long straight hair yes which is it's all is it long straight hair i don't think so i think it's just the facial hair and it depends on the person who's doing it you're right yeah yeah. And that's also why it reminded me of the filters that are the man filter that are like, ooh, I'm like a hot man or like right. people are always coming together opposite. and this is the very much not that. Because everyone looks terrible. <laughs> yes. So there's a good one by at Crazy Aunt Chronicles and her caption is, this filter got me looking like I'm leaving the house because you want me to watch my own kids. <laughs> good one. There's another one by at IDN It's Jess. Definitely that one male coworker who harasses you to the point you ask security to walk you to the car. Also, there's one by at Olan Prenot underscore is dot sexy who says, I look like the type of guy to say, why you got these on and it be your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried the filter on your face? I haven't. Uh, we should, we should we'll, we'll post yeah. screenshots. Of yeah, I definitely want to. I know it's Instagram. not going to be good. It won't be pretty. It's going to be look. It's going to look like a woman who sells Herbalife. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look like a woman who gets diarrhea on a Delta plane. <laughs> okay, content creator spotlight. This one we've been talking about, including for a while. She's good. Her, 
Username is Booby Clapper. What a username. Such a good username. So Booby Clapper. <laughs> so Booby Clapper. <laughs> it's good every time. Okay. This gal makes Booby Clapper. Has a bit going. And honestly, I feel like she's kind of like Octopus Man, Octopus Lover 8, mm-hmm. where she's got a bit going and everyone's super into it. And it's like, so do you just have to do this bit forever? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's um, her pretending to be like an instructor at a place that makes um, different types of packaging. And she's engaging with her two students. Hello, and welcome back to the grocery packaging class of 2023. For today's quiz, we're going to start off with light bulbs. They're made of very thin glass, so they're very fragile. What are we going to package these in, you guys? Dylan? Probably like a protective cardboard box or something with film in it so the glass doesn't break. Nice try, but no. Ruth, using cardboard that's thinner than paper, let's make a box where two sides are just holes. Well done, Ruth. That's exactly right. Using cardboard that's thinner than a human hair, we're going to make a box, but stop before it's done. Next on the list is bacon. It's a wet, raw meat that comes in one pound quantities, but most people aren't going to cook and eat a full pound of bacon at once. What are we going to package this in, you guys? Dylan? A resealable bag? Ooh, good guess, but no. Ruth, let's vacuum seal it in such a fashion that you have to cut into the middle of the package in order to get the bacon out. Perfect answer, Ruth. We want to make it so that our customer's bare skin has to encounter bacon slime every time they want to cook it. The final item on today's quiz is cream cheese. It's a very soft cheese that most people spread on bagels. Any thoughts? Dylan? A A plastic container would probably be the easiest to use. Dylan, what the fuck? No. Ruth? Take a chunk of it, wrap it in wax-lined tin foil, and then shove that into a cardboard box that you can only open by completely deconstructing it. I could not have said it better myself, Ruth. One thing that people are, that I think is a good kind of like bit within the bit is that, so you have Ruth, who is the one who has the most like deranged, demented ideas that she's always like, yes, that's exactly what it's going to be. And there's like some sexual tension with Ruth as well. So that is sort of the story within a story that's getting people really like riled up in the comments. I didn't realize that because I've only seen one-offs and I didn't realize there was a th- like a through line to mm-hmm. her. I, wow. I thought about her today because one of, of her video talking about um, packaging like lunch meats and how you should put it in like the thinnest bag possible and then put a sticker and tape it in a way that makes the bag rip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just got some lunch meat from the from the supermarket and I was like, this is right. And she does a good one about like the number of um, hot dogs to buns or hamburgers yes, to buns. Uh, that one's so good. Classic. Classic packaging makes no sense. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Is to incentivize more purchases. Right. There's a word for it. It's not inflation, but it's like when the bags are the same size, but you're getting less chips. Oh. That's the worst. Reduction? Deflation. Deflation. I think it's deflation. That doesn't seem right. I was talking about this the other day, but I've noticed like I got uh, some Twizzlers. I noticed they were a little thinner. I don't know. It just seems like I'm getting less for the same, and I don't know. The like same it. price, yeah. I will say I have recently been appalled at the price of chips. Yeah. Like, 
Okay, a friend of mine asked me if I could pick her up a big bag of those Stacy's pita chips. Mm-hmm. Guess how much? How much? Well, I guess the problem Where is- Where were you? What grocery store? In Columbus, store? Ohio. I was at Kroger. $7. No. More? Yes. <gasps> $9. $9. Oh, my God. That's a lot. It was like uh, one of those like super-sized bags, but still, that's like still. so expensive. At the U.S. Open, guess what? Like a regular small personalized bag of chips was eight dollars, six fifty. I just paid at the former Pilot Pen four dollars for a bag of chips. Wow, this is probably a very interesting conversation. <laughs> Captive markets—they're crazy. Too bad we didn't have our um, our military spouse IDs. <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, we have a few things left. So yes. we have our food and drink section. Which is just it. getting more and more unhinged by by the episode. I would it say really that is. only one of these is actually a trend and only only two of them are somehow <laughs> related to food. <laughs> related to food and drink. Well, the first one, Ben sent me, he found it on Reddit. I haven't even seen it on TikTok, but basically... A viral TikTok video went out when people said, if you buy a huge cake from Costco and you resell it by the slice, you make a huge profit. So in Mexico, all the cakes in Costco are sold out and people like stand in line to try to get these cakes. You know, get that bag. I kind of like that idea. That's, that's entrepreneurship. No, that's capitalism. That's entrepreneurship. It's trash capitalism. It's garbage. It's stupid. And I hate it. That's why you want to drop shift ship. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to drop ship. Okay, that's why you want an Herbalife MLM scheme. <laughs> I mean, telling no. I'm sorry, but reselling grocery store food is just no. Let Costco people good though. have resources at cost. Then you have to change the whole system. I'm ready. Let's do it. Burn it to the ground. Okay. <laughs> Let's dinosaur this planet. <laughs> Next up is a callback from another episode when we talked about tinned fish. And I mentioned that there's a whole tinned fish store coming to Times Square. And it's here. And I saw it on TikTok. I haven't been to Times Square yet, so I haven't seen it. But I'm excited. It's the Portuguese sardine store. I was just walking through the streets of New York, and yeah, that says exactly what you think it is. The fantastic world of the Portuguese sardine. Did not know what this was, have never seen it before. Of course, I had to cross the street and go. So pause to read. They had this little blurb about how much the Portuguese people love sardines. Someone fact check this for me. Anyways, it's just wall-to-wall sardines. Uh, None of these sardines were made in the year that's on the can. They just have a fun fact of something that happened that year. Um, So... They're all the same, I think, and they're all $15. I have no idea. It was a fever dream walking in there. It is literally just wall-to-wall sardines, nothing else. If you love sardines, go here. This is the weirdest thing that I ever saw pop up on the corner. I was just in the area last week, had never seen this before, and then suddenly it's here. Um, Here's the fun fact for 2023, but like just sardines. You want to go kill time and, and see something go. I, re- I remember seeing these in Portugal everywhere. Now it's in Times Square. I know. I feel like this is like too close to my, what I do in my like day job that, because yeah. it's about like themed spaces and Portugal that I'm just kind of like, eh. yep, there it is. 
what makes me laugh so hard about this is that Times Square, there used to be, like, crazy when they opened the M&M store, Mm -hmm. and then the new crazy store is a fish store. (laughs) A canned fish store. Canned. Tinned. Sorry. Tinned. There's Red Lobster. The Margaritaville is still around, even though it Mm -hmm. is bankrupt. R.I.P. Jimmy. R.I.P. Jimmy. There's the Hershey store is still there, I think, and the M&M store. There used to be a Toys R Us in Times Square. R.I.P. Toys R Us. I wonder what this fish store room replaced. Oh, I'll have to do some research. Yeah, I'd be curious. Uh, The user who posted it is Theater with Selena. I think it's definitely just a initiative. I would, I mean, this is like, now I'm like, I need to know who funded this and if it was like somehow funded by the Portuguese government. Because I feel like it's just sort of like Mm -hmm. promoting interest in tourism to Portugal. I will not be going to buy $16 sardines in Times Square. Will you? Honestly, when you come to New York, I think we will be going to the store to see it. I don't think we'll make any purchases, though. Yeah, I do love a themed environment. I mean, you know this is, like, right up my alley. It I just, is. So we will ugh. be going. We'll probably go to the Russian vodka room, have a few shots, if and then you, think we'll need to go to the sardine store. Yeah. If you get me hopped up on some shots in the Russian yeah. vodka room, then I will hop on over to the sardine store, take a gander. Let's take a bet on this. How long oh my God, do so you many think bets. it will be for until this goes out of business? Oh, a year. I was going to say a year too. Yeah. Okay, I just don't see, page. I don't oh. see enough interest in, unless that they, unless. unless they have some like wild investor just like keeping it in business. Like I don't really see this turning much of a profit. I'd love to see their sales. Right. Unless like you were saying, it's a tourism play and it's getting people to Portugal, but like, uh, the tinned, Tin fish the tin fish of it all, yeah. Is that paying for rent in Times Square? It's also interesting because the Portuguese government is more and more in certain cities like de-incentivizing tourism. Mm, so it seems to be in because of like issues with mass tourism and over tourism. So it seems to be sort of like in direct mm, juxt like. I can't speak right now. Deflation. No, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, but I actually can't think of the word either. it's a contradiction yeah it goes against not against but it seems to be um misaligned with some of the current attitudes about incentivizing visitors to travel to portugal because i see it as incentivizing visitors to travel to portugal and less so interesting people in the wonders of sardines which i mean i do love a sardine but yeah it's not the biggest crowd pleaser it's not <laughs> i i bought sardines from this store in portugal Mm-mm. not knowing i'd be not oh, this it was one a, it wasn't this one it wasn't this one mm-hmm. okay it was a similar type of store but i thought yeah. i wouldn't be able to get this in Times square so i got a tin of sardines <laughs> where dina does all of her shopping yeah <laughs> And I gave it to my dad as a present, and he said he wants to open it with me. He wants to try it with me. It's been a year. We still haven't tried it. So Well, we already looked it up, and you have three to five years. So Okay, we're good. But speaking of Portugal, I did see a very funny video that has nothing to do with food, but it's by Chris Ten Peterson, and it is someone who who rented a stick shift car because it was cheaper, but then it ended up climbing stairs in a narrow street in Portugal instead of being on a real street. It's not a real street, yeah. And this reminds me of when Catalina loves to tell the story that I made her go closer 
to our Airbnb because I didn't want to carry my suitcase up a lot of stairs. But then the car went it was not, where it didn't belong. Yeah, no, it was definitely not a street for cars. And that has happened to me um, several times in Portugal. I will say more often it happened before we were using Google Maps widely. And so, like, you would use your, like, Yahoo maps that you printed out and turn and be like, oh, this is not this a street for cars. Road. Yeah. There was another time that I definitely ended up in a – the top of, like, a small town that had, like, one of these, like, old medieval castles on it. And we were on a road and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a pedestrian road. Um, but we we found our way out. But I've never done anything as bad as what those girls are doing, which is they are they, straight up on staircases. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you can see the staircase and the handle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that was pretty bad. But I guess we can't talk that much because after we got very stuck, they put up a makeshift sign that said exit. <laughs> Do not enter. <laughs> no, it didn't say that. It said Saida. It was like exit. <laughs> to show how to get out because we had gotten trapped, but we must have not been the only people getting trapped. We must not have been. Yeah. So for learning this week, I saw a, a very disturbing video for me personally by at Mr. Mrs. B Rescue. It's a very long video. Um, I watched the entire thing at normal speed. Ooh, I watched them at two times speed, but it, it was good. I might have I might have done some uh, fast forwarding or you know two times thing. For a little bit of it. But it's this guy whose account is about bee rescue. And he's specifically, I think, rescuing honeybees. In this scenario, he is outside of a cheesecake factory. Starting today only at the Cheesecake Factory, you can order yourself a delicious plate of bees. What? I need to qualify this by saying I was attacked by a swarm of honeybees. So I don't know why I watched this video for as long as I did because it was very triggering, but it was a really interesting scene because it's the sidewalk and it's just a circle that is swarming with honeybees. And so he says in the video, you're learning that he thinks that the queen is in there, but she's like too weak to fly. And so they're doing something to try to move her or I don't know what, but then the craziest part was that all the bees started crawling towards him and his little like contraptions to rescue them and transport them to a safe space. One of the things that attracts them to him is lemongrass essential oil from doTERRA. <laughs> Not doTERRA, but it is essential oil. <laughs> but that made me think I should from now on Make sure I have no perfumes with lemongrass in them. Yeah. Oh, very good learning for you. I am surprised that you were able to watch this because I thought it'd be very tra traumatizing to you. Because mm -hmm. didn't you had to call like campus police after you got stung? Well, or I an ambulance. No, right? I ran up to someone. I said, "Call 911." <laughs> <laughs> so was that bad? Yes. Oh, you know what? I'm triggered by bees because of that movie, My Girl. Mm -hmm. You know, spoiler alert: Macaulay Culkin dies. Macaulay Culkin dies? No, it's he hundred hundred percent Macaulay Culkin is that's the guy who dies in the movie, and it's heartbreaking. But I'm not afraid of bees because I, I was taught if you like act chill around them, they won't stink you. The craziest part of this video is one of the bees gets trapped under his jean pants. His jean pants. His jean pants. His, <laughs> his pant leg. And he gets stung and he zooms in and you could see the stinger in his leg and it's still moving. 
And he's like, yeah, this is just part of the job. So it obviously doesn't affect him. But it was crazy to see the stinger in him up close. I don't like that. I don't think I got to that part of the video. It must have been very, very much towards the end. It was very much towards the end. That's why I watched in two times. Because there was a lot of little little gems throughout the video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He makes some jokes. He has this brown box that says the queen is inside. Yes. And he makes a joke like, oh, they're coming in this box because they could read English. He's <laughs> it's it's, it's a great little personality. I mean, I'm glad that that man likes to be around bees. I hear a buzzing that's not even a bee, and I scream and run at this point. So I should probably um, get some, like, therapy. Or stay away from the lemongrass. Good learning from TikTok. Yeah. And I will say I'm glad Bee Talk is back because there was a time, I want to say – a year and a half ago, two years ago, their B content was vibrant. And there was one, I can't think of the user, but there was one girl who was all about the survival of the bees and she posted mm-hmm. these great videos. Uh, so it's nice to see the bee community strong on TikTok. The bee community <laughs> of which I will never form part. Also, I just realized the word I was trying to remember before was opposition, indirect opposition. Wow, my brain. So I don't know how many minutes that took, but that's how long it takes for me to remember a word these (laughs) days. Okay, let's finish off strong with a video. It's in our miscellaneous section by They Are Sam. I saw a TikTok of someone saying that they were like asking their their boyfriends or their husbands if they think about the Roman Empire and every single one of them said that they think about the Roman Empire daily and I called my husband and I said hey how often do you think about the Roman Empire and he said every single day and then we had a 45 minute conversation about the Roman Empire and then Egyptians and then Neanderthals and then it led to the Big Bang and I just like reconceptualized my understanding of um, humankind. And so maybe now every day I will also think about the Roman Empire. I was walking home and I watched this and I went, I walked in and I went, Ivan, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And he said, every other day. (gasps) Every other day. I want to text Ben and see, should I text Ben? Yes. See what he says? Yeah. Okay. I don't think about I mean I guess I do I did like in the comments how people were like do you mean the empire or the roman empire or the holy roman empire and I was like haha that's good one history joke but I mean I guess I sometimes will think it'll come to mind somewhat frequently in correlation with other like reflections that I'm having on like politics and current events and history and whatever. But I don't think I think about it every day. Every day. I think maybe I would think about it. I'm going to say once a year. Oh, Oh. you know what? You know what? Ben just responded. His response is, haha, not nearly enough. (laughs) (laughs) I texted my friend Allison's husband, who's like really into history. And he said, did you see that meme? Uh, <laughs> and then he said, I'm reading a fantasy series right now. Um, so every about the Roman Empire. And so he said, so every day for the last three months. And then he said, I asked some guys at work. And one guy said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's interesting that there's a fantasy correlation yes. between the Roman Empire and I don't know. I also think I'm it's like a certain demographic of man that's probably yeah. thinking about the Roman Empire. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to ask people. I should ask my father. 
I should ask my father and my brother. Okay, we'll report back next week. And you know what? Write us, DM us, tell us what the men in your life, how often they think of the Roman Empire. How often do they think of the Roman Empire? We'll do a poll on Instagram. We'll do a questionnaire. Great. Okay. Excellent. Wonderful way to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Please share, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye.